Hey everybody, it's Dog Training with Patrick. Um, welcome back. This next episode is just going to be me. Uh, well, not just me, but it's my group class. Um, we're having week one with the dogs this week. Last week we just kind of, I just did a little bit of a lecture and that kind of thing. And this time I actually brought Lily. It's her first time coming to work with me. Um, from working the entire time at home and learning what I need from her and developing that language. So she's been here now with me over a little over a week and a half, and she, or about a week and a half, and she did absolutely fantastic tonight. I couldn't be happier with the progress that we've made in the home and being able to transition that outside of the home. And in this podcast, you'll hear me talk a lot about the vocabulary that you create with your dogs and, and how important that foundation is for your dog to completely understand what's expected of them. Um, throughout their life and there's just always this common sense that you know you can you have to only work on one thing at a time and really the foundation of working on the relationship and the and the boundaries and the vocabulary the vocabulary can be worked on uh, uh, throughout the entire day you know it's like you know you leave the leash on the dog and you bring the, you know you bring the dog from room to room instead of allowing the dog to roam from room to room and, you know, the dog behaves certain ways around the objects in those rooms or behaves certain way inside those rooms. You mark those behaviors. And when a dog does something you don't like, you immediately have the leash and you can say, nope. And then the tension comes and you guys move to a different direction. And then maybe the dog will look at you. That's what you've been working on and offer you something different. And that's where you can kind of reward the dog. I believe those, those fundamentals, those minor, not, not, not minor, but easy major fundamentals um this seems so minor but they play such a huge role in developing the relationship with your dog they they play the the most important role whether or not you're teaching this guy to be a service dog whether or not you're teaching this dog to just basic manners or you're going to put him in agility competitions basic obedience competitions whatever you want to do the dog having that clear foundation of vocabulary that is going to be used to let the dog know that this, you know for a he's doing it right or b he's doing it wrong and c you know he's doing everything that you need him to do it's just not over yet so those the, the basic language um for your dog to just adapt to is is just imperative so that's what this new podcast is i hope you enjoy it um you know again this weekend coming up we'll be having our dog dog workshop of getting our dogs focused still lots of open slots in there if you're willing to jump in there and sign up um payment will be uh done on location not on the website so just give you a fyi and um uh the following week after that will be um another workshop i, I believe it's canine good citizen workshop and looking to start a dog walking club um haven't really got much feedback but i really have only put it into the words of a little you know only put it into the minds of some people so um probably we'll start asking more and more questions about what people would like to see in a dog walking club it would be that we meet at different trails and do different walks or whether or not we just work on walking skills and maybe we have an urban walk then we work in do different things and and maybe we can like develop each other to a point where um we can have a couple canine good citizen evaluators uh, come into play and we can all take tests and really just kind of utilize our club to help make our dogs good citizens of the city and um you know i'm a certified canine good citizen evaluator so i could help certify but i would need some help too getting my dog certified and it is something that I would like to do. So uh, it's not it's not just me like needing a service, but it'd be a, just a group of us that could get our dogs to be able to behave on our walks, be able to behave in public, be able to behave on a trail, and constantly just seeing different scenery and gaining trust in different areas. So that's one thing that I'm looking at. I, I'm not really writing a program as much as I am thinking about how I want the program to go. So it's not really about that kind of thing it's, it's really just like you know meet once or twice a week and we meet somewhere different every week and we run a trail or we do something that's completely opposite of what we did the week before so it's just constantly about changing the scenery and constantly uh, about improving our walking skills and getting the dog out and about with new areas so anyway i hope you guys enjoy this podcast um it was a lot of fun we were at the waterloo feed store today 
Um, right after that, we did go to the dog park to give Lily Lou a nice, uh, a nice uh, reward where she got to run around with the other dogs. So, again, hope you enjoy it. And until next time, take care. <laughs> Flat tire. I did. I, like I said, it. I mean, you can take out a couple, but it really wouldn't. I mean, it constricts fine on on her, and she's not very strong, so it's not like it's gonna not not like there's a big risk of uh, the dog hurting itself. I, yeah. If I mean, if we need to, we could take a couple links out, but I think I think it's fine as as of right now. Yeah. All right. Lily can sit. Lily, you sit down. Hey, that's a good girl. That's a good girl. <laughs> She's like, I need some, I need some love. Yeah. Sit. start guys uh, looks like the looks like the crowd got a little shorter uh, not as not as big as we thought but that's okay that, that means that's a we got lots of space to work and we don't have to overstimulate the dogs very much so just like I said before I got you know Lily's actually gonna be going through her first obedience class with me as well we've only had her about a week now um, so a lot of the jumping and stuff will be getting under control and that kind of thing but uh, she's been doing great at home so uh, time to bring her out and, and challenge even more so the first, one of the first things that we'll be doing um, is actually doing the walk uh, to kind of help some of the anxiety come out and we'll get the, it helps, it helps alleviate some of the pressure on the dogs and they just kind of get to walk and kind of just get it out. So a little bit of exercise does a long way for some anxiety. So that's what we'll be doing at first. So I don't have a prong on her, but the, the concept is the same. Okay, so I'll just be pulling up with my wrist want uh, as soon as she's where I want her to be. So if you thought about a marking word for any behavior that you would like to see on the walk, uh, I always use the word yes, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll she's going to lay down now. <laughs> Not so much lay down as butt slide up. Yeah. She's like, that's great. So again, I'm using hot dog. I had it in uh, my little cooler. Lily. <clears throat> yes. And so remember, when you do mark a behavior, it's, it's yes followed by the treat going to the dog okay and that's and that's you want that to be the main thing at first so I'll show you guys what it looks like to start to walk if anybody has any trouble again I'll be checking the collars throughout and if you're still having trouble walking as we go on to the class we'll adjust the collars so a lot of them have, are pretty loose and it's okay uh, it doesn't doesn't have to be but the timing can be off so if you have like a puller that can be a challenge but we have mostly puppies in the class so that that's going to be easy as well because at the end of the day, if we, if we decide that if the dog's going to pull on the leash and we decide to stop, the prongs are going to assist us in that aspect. And if they come back and they give us attention, since that's what the walk is all about, is getting attention, then we can, we can go ahead and mark those behaviors and reward them and continue to walk. So as long as they're staying within that vicinity and keeping a loose leash, you guys can go ahead and mark the behavior with yes and constantly reward. So what you're saying is, I like you right here in this area, no tension on my leash and that's where you're getting rewarded at. So your dog will be, begin to understand being next to my person is good, 
um, if your rewards are strong enough, you know, instead of a squirrel. So that's what I'm working on with her. The birds, she likes birds. Uh, so that's one of the things that I've been working on is making sure that I'm uh, more important than the birds in the, in the area, okay? Squirrels, not so much. Dogs, eh, it's okay. She likes dogs, she loves people, but it seems like the birds are the things that she goes after. So another exercise that we're gonna work on today, and it probably won't be until the second half, um, is just gonna be getting the dog's attention or learning the dog's name. So this is one thing I've practiced with her. And so this gives you really the vocabulary and the foundation. So if I say her name, she's, she probably will answer, but I want her to kind of give me, give me the behavior that I want to see, which is her just giving me direct eye contact. <clears throat> so I keep offering her, keep offering her the treat, and she's not getting to it. Lots going on around her. Yes. And so as soon as she gives me the direct eye contact, I give the reward. See, see what happens with the dog is that they, they will always look to you. So that just because I have a hand, she doesn't really register that that comes from me. What she registers is, is can you help me get that? And in other words is, what do I have to do to get that? And so when she starts to offer me those behaviors of, hey, I need, I need your help, that's what we're teaching the dog. We're saying, when you need help, you come see me, and I will help you. And so that, that begins to build the trust and the relationship of, of having a dog. And so through that, through that little cue, you'll start to be able to you start to be able to develop a behavior and the fact that so she's she smells here. Lily, hey, let's just see what she does. Lily, yes. <clears throat> so if I can get her attention, then I can keep her from jumping and doing all other kinds of activities that I don't want her to do. Lily, uh, hey, Lily, good girl. No, good. Yes. So I can do discipline in the same breath there. You hear me say, nope, nope, good, good, good. And the reason is is because I'm reinforcing her looking at me, not looking at my hand. I know that she wants what I have in my hand, but I want her to look to me continuously. So then she learns that, wow, okay, he tells me good job. We're not there yet. I haven't heard that word yet that, that says I'm, that the, the treat's going to be dispensed. So I got I to gotta figure out what is he doing. So a lot of times when I say good girl or good, good something, I'm also followed in by pet and praise, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and do that. If your dog doesn't take treats, which sometimes is normal due to the stress and the environmental change, you'll just use pet and praise. You know, that's, that's pretty much the thing. Otherwise, you can continuously try and find something, a treat or whatever that your dog will just absolutely love. So totally up to you. But I'll show you what kind of walking looks like at the beginning. So usually, usually you want to make sure that the, the collar is completely high, high and snug right around the ears so you can control the, the head movement. And the reason why you want to control the head movement is very simple. If you can control the head, you can control the nose, okay? You can control the nose, where you want the dog's nose to go, where you want the head to go, and everything else. So controlling the head is crucial to where the dog will start to give you attention. If you can, give the, if you can get attention from the dog, like I said, on the walk, and then they can find your pace, they will start to settle down, and they'll work mentally to look for your pace rather than look for the squirrel or the rabbits in the yard, okay? That's the most important thing. Come on, Lil. <laughs> so I'll go ahead. I'm going to walk around this way, just kind of show you what it looks like. I'm only going to be using my wrist. That's it to correct. I'm going to pull up with my wrist. I'm going to find a comfortable spot to where I can be completely relaxed in my arm, just like I would be if I was just walking. And so for me, I find the, find the best spot that I feel good about. It might take a while for you to find a good spot that you feel good about. I'm not your size, so I can't tell you. Three links down the, down the rope, and you're going to be good to go. But I want you guys to utilize this as just a tool. It's a tool to help you, your dog understand what you need from them in that moment. And it should only be utilized as such, and eventually it's this there for show. Okay. Does it matter whether the dog walks on your left or right? Does not matter. If you, the reason why I have the dog walk on my left is because I'm dominantly right-handed, and I want my dominant hand free. Okay. So if I need to do something, I need to pull my wallet out, I need to... Need to do anything, and I and when I and whichever side that my dog is on is the same side I reward from, because I want I want the dog to look straight down. So, if I'm if I'm rewarding right here, she's going to be looking across from me. If I sit there and say, Lily, hey, she's going to lay down for me. Lily, yes, <clears throat> and I go straight down. That's what she's going to look up. She's going to constantly look up at me. So that's what I mean. Right? I reward, and I'm walking. It's going to be a little bit challenging at first because you'll be using both hands. You have one hand on the leash when you mark a behavior and then reward. Come on, Lil, let's go. <laughs> so as soon as I start to walk, again, I'll find a comfortable spot, I'll pull up, and then I'll move. Come on. 
So she's never been in here before. So curiosity is gonna, gonna take over a little bit. She's, her head's gonna be moving around. Anytime you feel the, feel the head movement move or go in a different direction that you don't want to, it's best to pull up because when they finally find something that they're really interested in, they will, they will pull with full force to get there because they're like, I wanna smell it, I, I wanna be there. And the reality is, is that they, their nose is so powerful they don't have to be there to smell it directly. They just want to pinpoint where it's coming from that's interesting to them. They walk by it two or three times, they'll know where, they'll be able to pinpoint exactly where it's coming from. So again, I'll walk by another, I'll walk by the dog. Good girl. Uh, good job. Good. And so at that point, I would, I would tell the dog, good. I can mark the behavior if I wanted to. Uh, nope, Lil, let's go. Good girl. Good job. Uh, Lily, let's go. Good girl. And then I can bring her back around and we can wait. So I've been walking. That's probably the one thing that we've been doing continuously since I got her is walking and teaching them how to walk. So as you can see, she's been coached a little bit. <laughs> she walks pretty good. So yeah, she walks pretty good. And that's me, though, because I'm calm. So whenever, whenever I take her out, she's been, to, she's been on trails. She's been to different places. She's been uh, to the vet's office. She's been with me. Um, we don't walk the same route almost every night. We walk someplace different. And the reason is, is because every time I can sit there and I can give a dog a new experience, I can become that source of trust. Like, oh, it's going to be the same experience every single time. It's not going to be the same, oh, we're never going to challenge ourselves, never going to have to go and move on and, and everything else. It's going to be the, something completely different, but the same, same result. And I want the dog to have a good understanding of uh, social behavior. So taking them into different social environments is key. So at the end of our trail, maybe I'll take you to the dog park and you can just let it all out. And that, that becomes a, a favorable experience, but it's something that they work towards. And it's a, and it's a consistency that, that is required when you're, when you're dealing with socialization. It's, does your dog, what, what do you see that your dog shows you tr that gives trouble to the dog? Whether or not it's being afraid, super excited, those are the things that they have to work. Like right now, she's never had to work with other dogs on a leash. All she's ever been is, I'm gonna go into the dog park and I'm gonna play with them and we're gonna jump around and we're gonna have a good time. This is a whole different level of socialization for her because now she's being required. Now I'm saying, no, now you have to work around dogs instead of play with dogs. Yeah. Okay, so this is something different that she's never experienced and that's why it's gonna be challenging for me and I've never taught a class with another dog. So this is the new thing, yeah, yawning, trying to work it all out. Those types of behaviors, we're working it out. So any questions on how to get your dog to move and walk? So making sure you're comfortable, make sure the leash is up high. And if, if your dog starts to pull ahead of you, I would say pull up. If they get past a certain limit, what's gonna happen is, is those collars will drift down and they'll start to pull even harder. So it's best that you, it's best that you stay, keep them in a position that you feel comfortable with and tell them no, then no. use the correction. No. And then as soon as they are in the position that you want, you mark and reward the behavior. So you wanna tell them no first. If they're, where they, if they're where they're supposed to be when they start walking, I need you to tell them immediately that's a good job and reward. They need to get into the system of knowing that there's something good coming when you tell them good job or you mark the behavior with yes. No. Okay? No. They need to know that. Same thing with when you tell them, ah, no. That needs to be followed through with some sort of, some sort of discipline. Whether or not it's just no, you lean into them, you tell them to you know, lay down, you, know, you, you do something that's very, very much in their personal space. But it's, uh, that is, is called social pressure. It allows them to, to understand that they messed up. Okay, so we want to make sure that they know that there's going to be a follow through if we say no, because we want no to be powerful. We want no to save them any type of pain or correction from running after a car or anything else. If we say no, we want, we want to give those two seconds for them to turn around or do something to look at you and say, oh, what? What did I do wrong? And then you tell them to come to you and you mark that behavior because they came to you. So they always, Every time you say something negative, it always gets turned into some kind of positive because you were able to redirect. Never stays negative. It's never, no, and then you walk away. The dog's like, well, what the hell do I, what, what do, I do now? What, what is it that I feel good about? You know, what did I do right that made you alleviate the pressure? And so <coughs> reinforcing those behaviors is key. So, all right, let's go ahead and start walking. We'll start moving. Uh, we're not going to be doing any sitting or anything. It's just going to be moving just with the leash. Yeah, just walk around. We'll just do, do a complete circle around here. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so a lot of times, so just walk, right. just take her and go. She's going to pull on the leash, that's okay. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
She's un she, it, she never felt it before. Just just move and walk. Hey, there you go. We'll let the shepherd get your heels. See, see if it changes. Take, take it off and see if it changes on a regular collar. Just, just put it on the. Just put the leash on a regular collar. See if your mindset changes. It's like I said. She's so small. It doesn't really matter at this point what she uses, as long as as long as you utilize marking the right behavior of where she's standing next to you, where she's at. See what she does here. There we go. So she stays with you, um, and she gives you attention. That's what you want. You want to you want to mark those behaviors properly that she's giving you the attention. So if she starts to pull, because you're not on the collar, you don't have to pull up. What you can do is just stop and wait for her to look at you. <clears throat> Rocking over there. <laughs> if they're pulling on the leash, um, pull up with it. Just make it tense and pull up. As soon as they release it, mark that behavior as a good behavior. <clears throat> Don't think so, Lily. Nice try. <laughs> I don't either. So what am I supposed to be saying to him? So if you, when you mark a behavior, you want to say yes, and it's followed by a reward. So if she's staying where you want them, or he's staying where you want them to be, you'll pull a treat out, and you'll mark the behavior when they're where they're at. So if I, Lily, so like, Lily, good girl. So if I, she's right there, and that's where I want her. Yes, I will mark the behavior. And so that's where exactly where I want her. So if the lead is too tight. That can cause her not to not to really register what's going on. So it's actually too loose. <clears throat> so so if I if I pull, I'll go ahead and go. Let me. So, yeah. So right where I got it, that's normal because of where I put the collar. Yeah, it's different. Come on. I know. <laughs> no, it's not hurting him. It's not hurting him at all. I'm not putting any pressure on him. <clears throat> so when the collar gets that high around the, around the neck, that's why, because it controls. So if it, if it goes back around low, watch what happens. So we let it down. Come on. Yeah, so, so what I'm going to do, and you guys can pass if you want real quick. <clears throat> so what you want to do is where this tension is right here, you can hold on to it. As soon as she moves forward, mark the behavior with yes. And that way, she gets a treat for coming forward with the, with the, with the tool. So do, you, do I pull it? No, so like right where she's at right now, where she's got the tension at, that's where I'm going to keep it until she gives into it. Once she gives into this pressure, I'm going to mark the behavior as a reward. So she learns that moving forward is a good thing. Because right now, she's resisting, she's resisting the walk because she doesn't like it. Like a hot dog. Give me. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Here you go. Yes. Now we can move. Good girl. Let's go. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Come on. Good girl. Is a boy or girl? Boy. Good boy. So there we go. Good. So yeah. So, so there you go. So the collar there, and you can just pull up, like I said, slightly. If she if she slows again. Then again, you'll, you'll stop and just have the tension on there where she leaves it, or where he leaves it, and then you'll mark the behavior. So, there you go. <clears throat> just don't pull this off the wall, okay? Can't pay for that. <laughs> exactly. So. Something thing again, let me Can see. Can I encourage him? Yeah, so, so, so let me see here real quick. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take one of these out. Do we only use this? This is just um, for training. Just mm -hmm. for when I take him for a walk? Here, I'm gonna give that to you. Yeah, so whenever you're working with your dog, this is the only time you would leave, you wouldn't leave this on her completely oh, full. Okay. Come on, what's his name? Cody. Cody, what are you doing, buddy? Got these. I got these good things. Yes. Good job. Good job. Good job, buddy. So once he starts to get really comfortable with this, then I can start adding discipline in. So see that as soon as I pull up, he gets unsure. <clears throat> yeah, it's okay. 
We're not going to do nothing that hurts you. There we go. Good job. So again, he stops. Hey, good. Look what I got, buddy. Yes. We can start moving forward. Good job. Yeah, we can go ahead and take it back. <laughs> She's like, no way. <laughs> no way. Hey, partner. What are we doing, Tiger? That's not a good dog. I have no idea. Hey. I think so. But I don't but I don't want to see anything So any Okay. Yeah. So again if she if she, he's where you want him to be, make sure you're marking that behavior. So if he's there Good job. So, yep. There you go. So you mark it and reward. So right now, the reason why we want to use treats are they it allows them, it allows their, allows allows the connection to be made faster. Come on, though. Let's go. So keep, uh-oh, that's okay, we'll figure it out. We'll get a mop out, I'm not sure if she keeps them. We'll grab a towel. I'm looking, I think they got some in the groomer station, but I'm not sure where stuff went. I don't think I can get in there. Good job. Moving forward now. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard at first. They, it feels different. So. When they're actually on a walk, Yeah. So. So when you so when you when you have them on a walk, a lot of times you'll you'll see is that they'll they'll use their nose with their head up, which is okay. But you can also give them the, the time of day, too, where you make the decision to say, okay, we made it to this spot, let's go walk, let's go sniff. But you want to make sure it's different every day because as soon as they get into the habit of doing it, they'll think it's an every time thing. Um, and if you're okay with that, then you're okay with that. But if you, want, if you really think your dog is paying attention, it's a good time to try is when they get in that routine. So yeah. they say, okay, nope, we're not doing that. And then they look at you and then you mark it and reward it. So it's a it's, 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 it's constant test. So they have to be... When they're released to go do it, that's an important thing. So, so like I said, you can mark the behavior with, uh, with mark the behaviors with yes or some sort of word, and we'll be doing a reinforcer as well that just says good job, because as time goes on, the whole walk becomes an exercise. It becomes a whole exercise, the whole hour walk that you're on. You can just say good job, pet and praise, keep walking, that kind of thing, it becomes that 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 amazing exercise. So then. At the end of that exercise, when you mark the completion of it, you tell them, yes, it was marked complete. You did a great job. We're going in and it's done. So that's when you start chaining behaviors together because when you're on the walk, it's one whole exercise eventually. You're doing sits and downs. And that's, and that's what the dog starts to learn. It's like, okay, we're working now. We got the leash on. We're moving. We're, we're on our walk. We're continuously walking forward. We're going to do this thing. And, and, that, and that makes the dog happy because they have a clear understanding and know what they're working for. So... Let's go ahead and keep walking. We'll just keep moving. Yeah. No, Lily. Sit. Lily. Hey. Sit. That's a good girl. That's a good girl. So if you're using good girl to mark the behavior or you're using it to reinforce, one of the two, like I said, it's something easy to reinforce and then you, you mark her where it would be yes if that's where they're supposed to be and they're not giving you any tension on the leash, that's where you want to mark it. Marking is what let the dog know that the behavior is going to be answered by some kind of reward. So at the end of the day, I say, I say marking at the end of the walk, yes, 
But the, at the end of the day, the very beginning, you're marking exactly where you want that dog to be. So you're like, okay, great, you got a treat because you were right there where you wanted to be. Later on, it goes into a reinforcer so you can actually use discipline into it. Ah, hey. Nice try, sister. And a girl. Nope. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good big girl. Exercise than the <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they love it. Good. There you go. So yeah, you keep getting, you keep getting attention. You keep rewarding that behavior. That's what we want to see. And eventually, what happens is you can go longer and longer without it. Say their name. They look at you. That kind of thing. I know you're used to me saying that. Yeah. Are that small. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're doing good. Yeah. Like I said, don't forget, like when you do reward for, for later on when she gets bigger and you're walking and she's looking for some kind of reward, she will she'll start to do that crossover of your rewarding from your dominant hand. So always reward from up here as much as as much as that sounds. So like every time you're getting ready to reward, switch the leash with hands and then just dig in your treat bag and just go straight down. So that way she's doing this instead of doing that. Because that doing that's gonna doing that could get you tripped up. So doing this. Yes. Yes. So you want the tree. You want the tree bag on the. Yeah. So like where I got where I got Lily, bags on the same side. If I come up, and I'm sitting there and getting ready. Hey Lily, if I'm getting ready to reward her, if she's interested in the treat other than the dog, can you sit, good girl. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So so if I go straight down, if I go straight down with her, she's she's gonna give me more eye contact. If I go off to the side, she's gonna cut me off. And with her being as big as she is, if I teach her to cut me off, it can hurt me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just the same thing with her. When she starts to when she starts to get a little bit bigger, they they can pull regardless of their size. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it just so you know, when you do reward, it's better to have she knows that the treats are coming straight down, okay. rather than across. So that way she's not encouraged to jump out in front because I mean I've I've seen people break their arms, you know they come in with a cast and they're like what you do? Oh, she jumped out in front of me. Well, it's, that's what kind of sometimes why they do that. Sometimes it's the car, sometimes it's something else, but don't want to give them any extra incentive to go out in front and cut you off. So, hey, Annie. doing Come good, Let's Cody. Go. Nice job. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Uh, Riley. 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 So one of the things that to look for when the walks too, when you're looking at body language and where they're at, is is where their tail is and where their whole body is. So like for Lily, right now I got her, she's tails down, she's very calm, relaxed. That's what you want in the walk because when they're calm and relaxed as, as much as she is, she's not gonna go after a squirrel, not gonna go after a rabbit. She's not in that mindset to do so. She's alert, but relaxed. So the ears are up, definitely visual, but she's responsive and that's, and that's an important thing. Come here, Lily, good girl. Good. Lily can sit. Hey, hey there she goes. Ah. Let's go. Cut in, line. <laughs> cut in front. Come on. Good girl. 
Riley. Riley. Riley's like, no, it's playtime. Sorry. Riley. <laughs> gotta go move. There you go. Good job. There you go. As soon as he, there it is, right there. So mark that behavior right there. How are you doing, Cody? <laughs> He's doing pretty good right now, but when we go for walks, he cuts me off. He cuts you off, and that's where and that's where the, having a, the leash as high as possible and using anytime you feel his head move out of a certain way, uh -huh. you'll pull the opposite direction. So when she, he starts to get ready to cut off, it'd be boom, real quick, and then pull, and then back. So that way he he's not he's not getting into that motion to get there. You're feeling the head move that's getting ready to, and then you just pull off to the side instead of up. So so like if she she starts pulling this way, I'll go that way, and I'll move her into that way. And that way I can have the control back. <clears throat> just it's just learning how to steer the dog. That's all it is. It's like like. Look like yeah. Steve. Good. Oh yeah, <laughs> You're like, oh yes, we need the tiredness. <coughs> hey, sit. No. All right. Good. Yeah. How old is she again? Fourteen weeks. Fourteen weeks. Okay. Fourteen this Friday. Good. Sit though. Mosquitoes, man. They're so bad. Okay. All right. So just like I showed you before, the, the big thing that you want to get to the point of is whenever we start a cue or we do a cue, because this is going to be like the foundation of everything that we do with sit and stay and down and stay and all that good stuff, is, is the vocabulary that we, that we bring into it. Um, just like I said before, with, with, with Lily, it becomes... It becomes get, grabbing her attention, and, and a lot of times I'll, when I start this exercise, I'll be on the floor with them because I want to get the eye contact right away. And this, this actually this helps the behavior. She's like, I'm getting a hot dog, so she's gonna she's gonna start giving me behaviors that I that she thinks I want. So the lying down and you looking away on me. She's like, I'm Lily, hey Lily, yes. And then I can I can go ahead and start marking the behavior. This gets a good understanding of, of what what marking does for the dog. Yes. <clears throat> and it allows you to have this allows you to, to mark behaviors in the home that you want to see. So like if you practice this behavior and then you carry your treat bag around with you, if you're off that day and say you have, you know, anything that you see that you like that the dog does, you'll mark this behavior in the home. So if you see that they looked at the couch but didn't jump up on it and that's something that you like, you will mark that behavior to say thank you for not jumping up on the couch. Or if they invited on the couch and they did jump up on the couch, you'll mark that behavior because they listened. If you're trying to work on the computer or do some kind of work and they just come lay next to you, I would mark that behavior to sit there and say, okay, you see me on the computer, you're laying instead of jumping on me, that's great. You know, so those you're saying we should have treats? I would have my treat bag on me. Like what I did for her her first entire week was I walked... <laughs> what I did, what I did for her, her first entire week at my house was I, I had a treat bag on. She she walked around with her leash on. She she didn't need to have like the prong collar. You don't need to have the prong collar on or anything. Just something so you can sit there and say if you said no, that you can physically remove so you can follow through, right? You want to make sure that the dog knows that there's going to be follow through, not a chase around the house. Okay, <laughs> so so if you can step on the leash, that's important. So this this whole exercise gives you the opportunity to work all those behaviors. Because so, it teaches the entire vocabulary that we'll be using in, in, in class. Okay, Lily, good girl. Ah, no, no, good girl. Good, yes. And so now I can sit there and I can, I can, I can reinforce the behavior, which is what I want to do. I can tell her no, and I can tell her when she's doing it good again. Okay, so again, Lily, 
Good girl. Ah, good. That's real good. Yes. And this is how you can get the behavior to stay. You know, this is this is the this is the whole concept behind stay and how we'll be working stay is getting Lily. Good girl. That's a good girl. Yes. And what happens is is you can start to walk around the house and continue to have eye contact. So when this becomes really basic and, and not, no longer fun for the dog, you can get up and stand and start to walk around and say the dog's name and they look at you and then you walk from room to room and they maintain that eye contact. You walk over and you say yes and mark the behavior. Because now you're also going to be using discipline in that process because obviously when you start to change it up a little bit and you add movement in, the dog's going to be like, oh, so I'm going to be doing all this kind of behavior. So you, as soon as the dog moves its face from you, you will mark that. You'll you'll mark it with the negative reinforcer, which would be no, and and that way you can you can you can utilize uh, everything involved. Lily, so Lily, good girl. So if I, I hey, good girl. Yes, and I can we can encourage that encourage her to come to me. So that way she's learning her name. So like I said from the from last week when you when you mark, when you utilize the dog's name or you or you imply the focus cue. If you're, dis if you're disciplined in it and you can sit there and say, okay, my dog's name's only going to be used for good things now. No longer, Lily, no. It's not, you know, not going to be something different. It's going to be just, if you say their name, they look at you, they're going to get rewarded. So they're digging in the lawn or digging in your shrubs or your flower pots and you say their name, they look at you, you better be ready to reward that behavior. Okay? So if you want to tell them no and follow through, you'll say no, grab the leash. Soon as, as soon as you grab the leash and tell them no and you remove them from the situation and they, they sit there and they look at you and they're wanting some treat in, in return, as soon as they do that, you can then go ahead and, and reinforce it with good behavior. So, so Patrick, what are they, like, she's out in her, in her, in her yard yeah. without the leash. Yeah. And we sometimes are like, she'll get mulch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So just like anything, so and when a dog goes out into your yard, just, just like anything, you have to teach the dog what you want from them in that moment. So having her go out without the leash on in the yard at the beginning is not the best option. Okay. The best option is start small with the leash on. <laughs> Don't pull it down, girl. Uh, start small with the leash on um, and then graduate. So for me, where Lily's at now is she didn't pay attention to me in the yard for the first full week. What I found out what worked for me was um, having a small leash on her but when I let her in the backyard to have full reign of the backyard, yeah. I take the leash off. And when I say her name and she didn't respond, I went out of sight. I just completely left the yard. I was able to still watch her wherever I went. But I completely left the yard and she came to look for me. As soon as she came to look for me, I marked the behavior. Because I got attention back. And that's what it's all about. So if I say Lily and she's like not paying attention to me and she's sitting there going to, no, you're not going to get the treats. You, I know you like those. <laughs> <clears throat> but a good girl. But as soon as, as soon as she, as soon as she started to look for me and looked up and kind of looked around and looked to the front of the fence, I came, I came back out, showed myself and marked the behavior, because because now, she's like, okay, what she's going to associate with is hearing her name outside and practicing the same behaviors we did inside, so it's already programmed in there of what to do, it's just about changing that environment and bringing it back out in something more stimulus, and that's and that has more stimuli, which is the backyard or taking them on a walk or taking them in the pet smart. Those things all, all obviously have more, but the foundation of everything that you do should be inside so you can at least program the dog's mind correctly and the dog has an understanding and clear direction of what is being asked of them, has a clear understanding of what no means, has a clear understanding what good means, a clear understanding what yes means, and that way you can channel that and take that outside and start maybe a little bit from behind and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to shape you into this position or we're going to have to catch the behavior. But once the dog catches on that the vocabulary is the same outside as it is inside, you start getting better results really quick. And that's why I say socialization is everything. Take, a, take one walk here, take another walk there, take, you know, and you utilize those same things everywhere. And so the dog's like, okay, I'm getting the vocabulary on every different environment that we walk in, every different environment that we go in. Every, you know, the communication is the same. So what's most consistent other than the environment is communication. Dog will follow what is most consistent every single time. <clears throat> and so if you can utilize consistency your dog will pick that up quicker because they're a predator. So predators pick up what's consistent and everything. So whether or not, that's, that's, that's why I always say the story of the rabbit. The dog's not faster than the rabbit. The, ra the dog just locks onto the rabbit with its nose, learns that rabbit scent. Every morning the rabbit comes out, they watch it through the window. Eventually they, they paw at the window, they get to go outside, they get to see the rabbit's poop. Lily, sit. 
they, they see the rabbit spook, then they get to see which way it's, it goes, and then the rabbit will go the same way every single time because they know, that, they know the layout of the land, they know which way is the easiest way to get out of there. What happens is, is the dog will sit there and, and test that three or four times or see the different ways the rabbit will move, and eventually on the third or fourth time, the dog goes, I know which, exactly which way this, this rabbit's going to move through scent. And as soon as they do, dog cuts it off, gets the rabbit, game over, drops it off at your doorstep. But that's, that's how they do it, is because they constantly are seeing what's consistent, what's consistent, what's consistent, what's consistent. And that rabbit that they're watching is the same rabbit, so they lock on through it using their nose, then it becomes visual, then they don't lose it. So, so let's go ahead and like, we'll just work with their name and see if we can get them to focus on us. Um, that's the, like I said, it's the foundation. If you, can, if, you can, if you can grab your dog's attention through anything, then you can always you always have the upper hand in getting them to do what you want them to do. Uh, uh, no, nope, nope. Phil, sit down. That's a good girl. Lily, hey, Lily, good girl. That's good. Yes. Lily, down. <clears throat> nah, Lily, down. That's a good girl. Yes. Yeah, so, so the pawing and everything, if you're getting a dog that paws at you, you can, you, can, you can have two choices. You can tell them no and then swat the paw, to paw away, or you can just wait for the, behavior, for the dog to give you a certain behavior. Sometimes the pawing can get annoying, or the chewing, or the, or the biting. He's trying to show off that he can shake. Oh, uh, is that what, oh, so he's offering you behavior. And that's, the whole, and that's the whole thing behind it, too, is that you'll start to see a dog who will sit there and offer you a sit, offer you a down, offer you a paw if they know how to shake. They'll offer you all these different things, and that's what you, wanna, that's what you end up wanting to happen, because the dog, you're, you're saying, I have something for you to offer me work. Okay. The dog goes, okay. <laughs> You got something for me? Let me sit there and go through the motions and see what I can get. Cody. Annie? Cody. Annie? Cody. Yes. Cody. Annie? Yeah. yeah. Annie? How big Annie. do you think? 65 pounds? 70? 70 to 80. He's a male, Annie. 70 to 80. Okay, so about the size of a, a male chef. If you're muscular, Annie. you might be 90. Good <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> they never know until the end, right? He's a good boy. No, 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 as soon as, they give you the, as soon as they give you the eye contact, nine out of 10 times, eight out of 10 times without saying anything, then it's time to start saying their name. Because what you're gonna do is you get their timing. You're gonna say, oh, I got something for you. And then you say their name and then they go, what? And then they look at you and you say, yes, and you mark that behavior. So the, dog's, the dog learns the behavior before there's any sound involved. Okay, so if I sit there and I do this, she's gonna offer me something because she's already laying down, she's gonna offer me something else. Mm -hmm. Yes, Annie. and that becomes, her name. Lily. <clears throat> Lily. So I should like Lily. The yeah, so you offer, you're saying, I got something here for you. Annie? Yeah, so I, so I got kibble here. Cody, see Riley, Cody. There we go. Annie? Riley? Hey, no. Annie? As soon as I get eye contact. Hey. Ah. Annie? It's like, Riley. Hey. So Riley. hold it up. Annie? Yeah, that's good stuff. That's salmon. It's supposed to be. Yes, so I got the eye contact. Even though they went to pawn at me for a second, I still got the eye contact and it was quick. It may only be a second at the beginning. Yes. So you're only looking for a split second at the beginning. Eventually you start asking for longer and longer. Annie, sit. Annie, sit. Good girl. <laughs> Riley. Riley. Good Riley. Riley. Good Riley. 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 Annie, sit. Annie, Cody. Cody. Yes. Annie, 
Sid. Yeah, as soon as you get that direct eye contact, that's what it's about. And a lot of times, you know, the difference between the dog looking at you and sometimes it being being offered as a you know, as competition or, or fight, you know, that only happens with dogs you don't know. Dogs learn that humans use their eyes very, very frequently. It is a, it is a sign that they are looking to you. And that's why I always say at the very beginning, we always ask the dog to look to us. And because they, we got, they want to know how, we can, how they can unlock that gumball machine. That's really what it is. What, what's the currency that it's going to take for me to get a reward? What's the, you know, if you got hot dog, if you got, you got chips, whatever it is, what, what can I do? What can I offer you that's going to get me something good? Mm. Try this again. Mm -hmm. Annie. Come on. Annie, sit. Annie, sit. Riley. Riley. Good, Annie, uh, sit. good girl. Nope. Good girl. Yes. She's stubborn. <laughs> it's not that she's stubborn. It's just she's not sure what to do. So come on. Sit. <laughs> Lily down. Down. Sit. Lily. Down. Sit. Don't paw at me, girl. Yeah, it does take it, it does take a little bit of time, but like I said, it uh, it's this one's this one's the longest cue that you'll that'll that it'll take to learn. Yeah. So, so, so again I'll hold it up and we'll wait and I'm getting my pouch ripped off here. <laughs> she's like, oh, he's not paying attention to me. I think I'll just be bad. So sight hounds are very good. at They should get the visual sense. Okay. Yeah, I know, it takes a second. Ah, a little. Get your nose out. He's in the bag. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> All right, come on. I'm not stubborn. Just, what are you getting out of there? Thank you. Can I have that back? Thanks. Lily. Hey, release. Thank you. That's a bad dog. <laughs> Opportunist. There you go. Yes. Let's see what we can get here again. Hey, right here. Yeah. So a lot of times it's about working out the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's about figuring out where, where frustration meets the road. So once she starts getting frustrated like this, it's good. Riley, okay. Sit. Um, because she's almost, at, she's almost tried everything that she knows how to do in her mind. Uh-huh. You want her to kind of work through her tools and learn that the easiest tool is just Riley. to look to us. Yes. Riley. So you can go through the motions and be, and bite me, lick me, everything else, but that's not going to get you what you want. And sometimes it's harder for me to do it just because I don't have a relationship there yet. Yeah. Okay. It's intimidating for a dog to look at a stranger. Right here. She can do it. Patience is key, uh, always patience. If you find yourself being impatient, it's best to stop, otherwise the dog will run you. Yes. Hey. So I can make some noises, bring it straight up. Uh, yeah. Keep him interested, keep her interested. Hey, hey, hey. Keep working at it. Sorry, she's some dog. Some, some dogs like peop, other people to do it, and some dogs are just like needs needs come from my, my person. It's like Cody didn't care. He was like, "You got hot dog? I'll look at you all day." Uh, uh, well, that's not. It. You guys doing okay? Yeah. Got it going. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, so when you when you have her out, it's it's all about what you want to perform too. So, yeah. you know, if you're teaching her about boundaries, 
and say, you know, boundaries are super important before we get into play. Then I would, te I would start with there. I would say, boundaries are important to me. I want to make sure that my boundaries are met. Once, I, <clears throat> once my boundaries are met, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start learning, start playing ball, doing different things. But ball also, to get, to get her super excited about the ball if she's not already, one way to do that is through short spurts. So don't throw the ball very far. She'll only be throwing maybe about five feet at the beginning. Get her real excited about it. I, I practice ball inside first. I just roll the ball on the ground and, 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 do, and, and get her excited and, and teach her all the commands inside first with release and everything else that looks. And then I take it outside and I, maybe, I, maybe I do like a 10-foot lead or I only give the dog 10 feet on the lead and I, and I throw it in between the house and they, they hit it and I'm like, good, good job. And eventually as the drive goes higher and higher, then I just take the dog off the leash and I launch that sucker. But the... But like, but it's all about what you want first. I mean, if you're looking at just play first and then to teach play, but she, but don't get don't get upset if she gets into the, if she gets into the mulch and things like that because nobody's told her how not to, you know. And so if it's about boundaries first and teach her the boundaries, and then say, okay, we did 20 minutes of teaching boundaries. You're not going after the mulch. Let's get the ball out. Okay. So you could, so you can. You, she she has to learn to work first, and then okay, we do this. This is part of the, the exercise of learning boundaries. Then I'll go ahead and we'll start playing bar, ball. But just like anything, if she looks at the mulch and goes to do something else, I would mark that behavior and say, that's what I'm looking for. I'd want you to go through something else, whether it's me, whether it's just go sniff the ground somewhere else, whatever it is. But if you looked at the mulch and you've been going after it and you chose not to that time, that means we're learning the lesson. We're learning that you, I don't want, you don't want me in there and that's okay with me because I know something else is favorable down the line. So, <clears throat> what are we doing next week? Next week's going to be all about sit, and we'll continue to walk. So okay. we'll work into some sit. Like I said, a lot of these things that we'll be doing over the week is I'll, like next week we'll be doing sit and stay. But I don't expect everybody's dog to get to the stay part. It's about taking that knowledge and get, getting something else to work for during the entire week. Okay. So you can sit there and see where you can graduate to through the week of of until we meet again. She's had sit for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. So so great. So stay will be. Okay. important for them okay. for for right. so yeah. okay so, time do we practice like a certain yeah so so what i do anytime i like if i'm practicing a certain cue like like if i want her attention so if i tell her no and i follow through and i can say okay i didn't want you on the couch i'm going to bring you off so for her to, i want her to always choose something different because i want her to win at the end of the day because i want her to have confidence with whatever we're doing so whenever i so if i get the hey hey Lou, nope 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 Nope. There you go. So whenever I get her off the couch and she gets off the couch and she stops and she looks at me, then I'm going to go ahead and mark that behavior because she got off the couch pretty much on her own. Then she stopped and she stared at me. I got attention back. And so it's always about coming back around to, hey, no, no, no. It's about coming back to the attention part of it. What, what can you do to grab it? So even after, like I said, you discipline and reward in the same breath. If you use discipline, Okay, that's fine. What did, you, what did you do to tell the dog they did something different and that was correct? Because in that moment, when they get, when they get used discipline on, the dog's gonna sit there and choose something different, but is that behavior gonna be marked? That's the key, is say, okay, you don't want me going there, what is acceptable for me to do? And if the dog chooses to come back to you and sit and stare at you, well, you know what, that's a hell of a lot better than chewing on my table leg. Right. So that's what I'm going to choose. So then you, you leave the leash on the dog, and if you go room to room, you bring the dog with you. And whatever you're doing in that room, whether or not is you want the dog to lie down or do something different, that's what you choose to do. And whatever the dog offers you that is acceptable, that's where you start to mark the behavior so the dog learns boundaries in the home. And that way you're not, you're not driving yourself mad and going, oh, my God, I feel like I'm chasing the dog everywhere instead of bringing the dog everywhere. And you want to be able to bring the dog everywhere first. So then the dog... <laughs> So the dog just follows you. I know you want to play with the little one, but that's just not going to happen tonight. Maybe at another day. Yeah. So any other questions, guys? No? You guys good? All right. Yeah, just, just keep asking questions. We've got a small group, and, I mean, I think everybody can benefit. Mostly all puppies, too. So I, I think all, pup, all puppies. So a lot of the problems that you guys are having at home may relate to somebody else, too. So whatever questions you have, feel free to ask. Well, thank you very much, guys. I had thank a good, you. good class, real good class. You did